Hey, girl bosses, we are here for a very, very exciting inside show. Unfortunately, this is the season finale, but you will catch us next week. This week, we've got a very, very special guest. Her name is Mrs. Kasha Patel, and she is joining us live in studio today. All that and more on Girl Boss. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin who's like you said this is the cranberries right totally the cranberries, cranberries. <laughs> in this dedication to the season finale Such a happy song. oh my gosh it's the season finale, y'all. How do y'all feel? I want to cry. You want to cry? <laughs> I have come to really love Sophia. Yeah, she oh came my full gosh. circle. Didn't she come full circle? In the oh. beginning, I was like, oh, she's a little bit bratty. And now I've come to be like, you go, girl. You got you this. Got it, I absolutely love it. And I'm you. so glad that you're rooting for Sophia because we are rooting for so many amazing girl bosses all over the world. And that is exactly why every single week we bring you what we call our girl boss mantra. But we're going to get to that right after we introduce. <laughs> Our lovely host. So, as you know, I am Miss Candy Marie, and you can find me on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Candy TV. Hey guys, I'm Mina. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Mina Makes Magic. Hey guys, I'm Dominique Sarita, and you can buzz me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique Sarita. Hey, hey, so happy <laughs> to be here. My name is Elizabeth Balvano, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dinner Party CHGO. And I have to say, I too am sad that we are the season finale, because ladies, you have been great co-hosts. Aww. It has been so nice to be with you. <laughs> Look who's talking. Oh, no. That's the fun Elizabeth. But we have Miss Kasha that's in studio with us. You have to tell everybody, where can we find your social media handles? Uh, you can find me at Koshadeli, K-O-S-H-A-D-E-L-H-I. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Awesome. Same handle. And I have to say, girl, that lipstick is popping. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I like the skirt and boots. So. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yes. I love a good lip. You came very nasty galish. I love it. <laughs> you know, Sophia you. would be proud. Okay, <laughs> she would. Now, see, the great thing about having an in-studio guest is that you are going to have the opportunity to join in the conversation with us. So you are literally our fifth co-host today. So we want you to have fun, join in on the conversation, add your great opinion, and then we're going to also squeeze in some some amazing time to do a great little interview with you. And um, some of the ladies up here, I know especially Miss Elizabeth, have some great questions for you. So we'll get to that. All that and more right after we start with our Girl Boss Mantra. Yes, absolutely. Okay, should I kick it off? Go ahead and kick it off. So this is the finale episode. So this is my girl boss of girl bosses. She is the top girl boss ever, and that is Jane Goodall. Mm. So let me give you a Jane Goodall quote. I love her. I love what she represents. I love what she stands for. Basically, she believes in the triangle between our planet, animals, and people, and Mm. all those things have to work together. There's no people without a planet and animals on it. So if you're going to stump out the planet where you live, you have to wonder, like, what's going on in your head. Uh, Here's a quote from my lovely girl boss, Miss Jane Goodall. It's been proven by quite a few studies that plants are good for our psychological development. If you green an area, the rate of crime goes down. Torture victims begin to recover when they spend time outside in a garden with flowers. So we need them in some deep psychological sense, which I don't suppose anybody really understands yet. That's my girl, Jane Goodall. Oh, that's Jane Goodson. I love, Goodson. I love, love it. Oh, way to go, Jane. How about you, miss? So mine is in dedication to Miss Sophia. Oh, we have to, we're wrapping yes. girl balls off, so we yeah, gotta yeah. finish it strong, right? Yeah. 
So she goes on and say, abandon anything about your life and habits that might be holding you back. Learn to create your own opportunities. Know that there is no finish line. Fortune favors action. Race balls out toward the extraordinary life that you always dreamed of or still having time to dream up. And prepare to have a hell of a lot of fun along oh, the way. Yes. I love that because it just sets the stone for who Sophia is. That you know? is her. Create yep. your own opportunities. Don't wait for someone to give you a job. You create your own job and have fun while doing yes, it. Yes, you know, yes. it's gonna have ups and downs, downs and lefts, lefts and rights. But you're gonna have fun, and I just I rock with I rock. With I Sophia. love it, ladies. That's just like I you, actually. That. I see you as somebody who has fun all the time. Yeah, yes, she has fun. Don't you, see? <laughs> Don't you just feel her energy exuding through the, the screen do. right now? Yes. I was stuck in traffic, and I mm-hmm. I called her. I was just like saying, hey, and was asking about the Netflix thing, this, and this she was like, "Hey, how you doing?" I was like, "Wow, you're so like energetic today. You're <laughs> in such a good yeah. mood." This is yeah, Ronnie from the booth. She does have some amazing energy. I love y'all. We're gonna miss y'all. What are we gonna do without our Dominique? We need our daily dose of Dominique. Totally. Well, we're gonna do another show. But Miss Mina, who's your girl boss today? Okay, so for me, uh, it's more centered upon the quote. This is a poet Mm. and a writer. Her name is Susie Cassim. And the quote is Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Mm. So love that. I I feel like you can be your own worst enemy just by having self doubt and girl. with failure, people yeah. are so worried about failure, but every successful person has, has always failed. Yep. Like, not just once, but multiple times. Yep. And I feel like failure, it sounds so cliche, but the more you fail, the more you learn from those mistakes mm-hmm. and can I move agree. forward, whether it's perfecting a product or a lifestyle or anything you have to contribute to the world. So. I love, I love that. that. Yeah, the more you set yourself up for success, is the more you fail. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And definitely. the more you learn and you grow. Yep. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Ladies, see, you guys always make it so that. difficult for me to come behind all these <laughs> great girl-boss mantras. <laughs> well, ladies, I decided to switch it up a little bit. And this Ooh. week, as you can see, I have on my sure. nice little leather jacket. Yes. Because I'm feeling really badass today. Oh, you are badass. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. And this woman that I'm about to talk about right now, yes. what she has done to me it deserves so much mm-hmm. respect her name is Ariana Grande oh, and yeah. like as it. you know unfortunately um, there was a very unfortunate event that occurred on May 22nd where yes. a suicide bomber went into the Manchester concert and unfortunately 22 people lost their lives mm-hmm. and one of the things that so many people said was how will uh, Manchester bounce back from that how will Ariana how will all these families bounce back well you know what they did Yeah. and that is exactly Exactly why Ariana Grande is so badass. She said, you know what? So many people thought, how is she going to get back on that stage? And mm-hmm. she did. She said, you know, we're going to do another concert. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. going to show them that you will mm-hmm. not scare us. Nope. You will not tell us what we cannot do. And she did just that. And they um, organized a concert called the One Love Manchester in over oh. 55 thousand people came out and wow. supported people like Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. um, there were so many Coldplay yeah. uh, there were so many people that came out and supported and I just want to say Ariana Grande I love and I respect what you did you are a badass girl boss in my eyes you gave so many families hope you touched so many people you definitely touched me and I just want to tell you and all of the people all over the world that have shown the victims support that mm-hmm. you are loved and that we stand with you all the girl bosses here yes. we stand with you every Every single day, yes. and we love you. Yes. Yes. So, yes. ladies, yes. love, love, and more love. Oh, that's a clip. Yes, yes and this ah. is a clip. We have Ronnie is the best. Ronnie, you're amazing. Beautiful voice. Really. Uh. 
so much strength. When I saw that, I just, it was shivers because you're right. How does she bounce back? But the the support. Yeah. Well, you know, it's actually interesting because actually in the season finale, we see how Sophia bounced back from a cheating situation um, and bounced back from many situations in her life. She's a strong person, but she got through it with support. And when she made her uh, her speech at the end, that was her coming to a full moment for her. And, yes. you know, she's not a talker, but she, she did what she was able to do. Well, in this episode, she never says my idea nope. or my business. She always says our business. This is the moment we've been waiting for. We should hit the button. Yes. You know, she's always saying the we, we. So, again, she's she's made a big transformation, so I think, in this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you think, Miss Mina? Yeah, no, I was thinking even her acceptance speech uh, where <laughs> uh, she was, like, thanking everyone. She was like, honestly, yeah. every single person here has pushed me forward and I couldn't have done it without you guys. I feel like that's a lot of, you know, award speeches, but it was so touching it's to so hear true. from Sophia. Because she's never Because we, we've seen, like, the trajectory of her character and yes. how, you know, she seemed very selfish in the beginning. Yeah. Like, oh, I she did this on my own, no one else helped me. And then you see her, you know, being a little bit more humble and realizing she it wasn't just her, it was the support of other people as well. Yeah, I have to agree. I think her character has come such a long way. Um, we've seen her from episode one, and yeah. I cannot believe that we are at the season finale. It feels like this whole entire season has just gone by so fast from the inception of the show mm-hmm. to us coming t- together. Oh, Lord, I'm that excited. I'm about to knock over <laughs> my, my mug. Um, such a you, good yeah, Girl. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's just been an amazing ride. And one of the things that I would like to tell our viewers is that uh, these women that you see sitting up here right now, I want to personally thank them. You know, thank Aww, you guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for and, such and, a great and I, and exactly. I wanted to thank you before we really, really kicked everything off because <laughs> we've made the show our own. You know, we could have simply just talked about uh, just the show itself, but we've added in our own personal yeah. experiences. And to be so vulnerable on air with people that you don't even know, I want to just give you a round of applause you guys have been phenomenal absolutely phenomenal and everybody that's seen this show has just said how each like I've heard great things about each one of you so I'm just very happy to to do this with you you, girl bosses and everyone who responded back but I had to say something that was fresh on my mind when you were saying um, that she was thanking everybody during her speech Mm -hmm. did she thank the web designer because if it wasn't for you nasty girl would have not launched Um, well I think that she eventually came around to accept and appreciate (laughs) Kavi in episode 12 she wasn't so sure she sort of said like I don't need your opinion here here. Take back this computer, but yeah, she, she came around. She did. I think it's. I think it was really cool to see that because as a creative person, I know what it's like to have a vision and then for someone to come in and change it. It's hard to like accept that right mm-hmm. away, or it's hard to even have an open mind, especially when something's so dear to you. Um, so I loved seeing her open to everyone's collaborations. I'm curious, uh, Christian Ditter, who is the director of all of the episodes, I'm curious how he talked to you about your role as Kavi, otherwise known as Kavi Rooney. Uh, Because you're a little bit, you know, robotic and sort of in that stereotype of what a tech person would be. Totally. So what what were his notes there? You know what? Actually, he... 
I think by the time I spoke to Christian, he kind of was letting me go with it. I think I didn't know which direction the character was going to go. And I remember my first day on set, I hadn't really met anybody yet. Yeah. So um, so my first day on set, Kay Cannon and one of the writers, Jay, Jen Braden, oh. sh- like knocked on my trailer and came in. And then we talked about the character. Um, we kind of read it out loud. Uh, they told me what they were thinking. I told them what I was thinking. And that's sort <laughs> of how it came about. And then on set, Christian just kind of, I felt like, let us go. Wow. What was Kay like? Because I think Kay has done a fabulous job. I've said yeah. it all throughout the 13 episodes. I think she really incorporates the emotional and psychological state of Sophia. So I'm wondering what she was like as a person. As a person, she was so freaking lovely. Like, I can't Aww. express that enough. I was so grateful because any actor knows they are nervous AF as soon as they get to set. Yeah. Like, and I... I was really lucky I didn't even read for this. I I got to, I got, it all went through my agents and I went like straight through. So that seems like such a great thing, but in reality, that was totally a girl boss (laughs) moment. But at the same time, because no one has seen what I'm thinking about the character, Mm -hmm. I was so nervous. I just wanted to do a great job and do Mm -hmm. the character justice and match like their vision. Um, So... So, of course, I was really nervous, but Kay Cannon, like, disarmed those nerves right away. She was extremely relatable. She was extremely approachable. She was very friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, She immediately wanted to get to know, like, who I was as a person. We chatted. Um, I just felt very, like, uh, open with her. And uh, she did this really fun thing on set, which I really, really loved. We would do everything, and... um, after everyone had gotten the takes that they wanted, she would do what was called a fun take, and basically all of us would do just, like, let loose and yeah. do whatever we wanted, or if we had other ideas, we could, like, freestyle mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Oh, so did you get a chance to meet Sophia? You know what? I met Sophia at the premiere, uh-huh. and I was so excited. I'll tell you guys about my Girl Boss moment. Yes. I actually read Girl Boss when it was first published. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what... Um, w- that it would become a TV show and that I would get to work on it. But I remember wow. I lived in this crappy apartment. I just, life was just crap. My apart- my car was breaking <laughs> down all the time. I had like 20 jobs to support myself because I couldn't wow. pay my bills as an actor yet. And so I read this book, Girl Boss. Uh-huh. It inspired me. It got me motivated. And then I'll never forget, like after I'd already worked on the show, I didn't get to meet her because she wasn't on set when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but one night at like midnight, I get an Instagram notification, and it was like Sophia Amoruso is now following you on Instagram. Oh! <laughs> and I geeked the f out. I was so excited. I was so stoked. That's like I love that. I love that. That was so my girl boss moment. <laughs> That's so cute. That's wonderful. Oh, well, I, I've been wondering, and I know you ladies also have questions yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, so. Um, I've been wondering, and you may not know this because it's sort of an inside detail, so I don't know how much you got to work with Charlize, but I, I wondered that process of getting the rights or if, or how she, you know, is she a girl boss too? Like, did she read the book and just fell in love? Or I don't know if you know any of that, but I know the behind the scenes might be interesting. You know what? I don't know a ton of that, and I didn't get to meet, with, I didn't get to work with directly with Charlize, but I got to work with Laverne McKinnon, who is oh, yes. an EP on the show, and she's with Denver and Delilah, and... I'm not sure if I heard any details about how they acquired the... I think that they all read the book and Mm -hmm. loved it. And I think it was sort of this collaboration of, we're passionate about this, we want to turn this into a show. 
and then I'm not sure about like the politics of it or how mm-hmm. it went to Netflix mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that stuff, but well, we're all hoping for a season two. I Come know. on, so lucky my. seven. So much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <said>, so <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. So, what do y'all think about Shane? Yes. Oh, he got smacked around. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I still stand by my previous opinion. I feel like once a cheater, yes. pretty much always a cheater. There are certain circumstances where you can work past it, but I feel like, I, I mean, I would just move on from it, even if it's a two-year relationship, because if you give in to temptation once, yeah. then, then yeah. what's it going to be like down the road? Right. Well, right. we're back to my Angelou. When people show you who they are, believe them. Absolutely. You know, and it's funny to me as a contrast because he told her, and I forget which episode it was. It was the episode when she decided she was going to name her business Nasty Gal. Mm-hmm. So whenever they were on the L or the train uh, on their first date, he told her that he had screwed up previous relationships because he had cheated. Oh, Do you remember I that? About and so that. I love this juxtaposition because here Shane does not mature. He does not change. He does not progress. He does not grow. Sophia changes completely yeah. from episode two, three, whatever that yeah. episode was, to now episode 13, where she deals with people completely differently. She works through. She communicates. She doesn't lash out. She actually handles the emotions. She's willing to process and face the emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's, and not not to mention that she includes and thanks everybody. So she's actually, you know. The one I, that's evolving. I think once she realized I am not a victim because my mother Mm. is not with me. It's actually a blessing because my mother's not with me. She turned a corner, and she is that girl boss that we love. I love Mm -hmm. that. I actually thought that was interesting, too, because I seen interviews with Britt, the character, the actress who played Sophia, and she actually stated that through episode 1 through 11... It was it was her goal for the audience not to like her, oh, okay. to not to like Sophia, to not agree with Sophia. And she said from 11 to 13, you'll be able to understand who Sophia really is, and then you should become more likable. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, because I feel like that's how we all kind of like felt about the whole thing, right? You know, it's so funny, because I saw a tweet from someone that said, this Sophia is so annoying, and then the... It was either Kay Cannon who responded or Netflix Girlboss responded and said, yep, that's what we're going for. Yeah. And that was actually a tweet that I saw. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Well, you know, when I look at set, it just seems like it was a party all the time. And I know, of course, that's the show and that's what it's intended. But is everybody as fun as it seems like RuPaul? I mean, it just seemed like such a blast. Yes. Everyone is so <laughs> fun. Uh, RuPaul was amazing. My first day on set, I was... I was backstage, or I was backstage, I was on set with um, RuPaul, like Jim Rash, Norm MacDonald, um, Cole was there, just like everyone, Britt and Ellie were there, and we were all playing Dirty Charades. Oh my gosh! RuPaul was leading it. Um, and it would be wonderful. Leading it. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was great. I fe- it was like a very surreal moment. I tried really hard to not Snapchat it. <laughs> Wait, well, how did this gonna, game go, yeah, though? The right. Dirty Charade, how does that go? Um, basically... Were um, you naked? N- no, we were not <laughs> naked. It was just like regular charades, except you replace your whatever you've got with... You change, I think, a syllable or a letter to make it dirty. Mm. Okay. So I'll tell you what I want everyone over with, if I'm allowed to, like, just let loose. Let, let, let it go, loose. Okay, I for sure won RuPaul over with Come Dog Millionaire. <laughs> I love that. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners. Perfect. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
Oh, that's so funny. Roop, I feel like RuPaul throughout the season was definitely that comedic relief, and he he brought yeah. a little flavor, and, yeah, and the mellow things out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. With, totally. with, 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 what how? how yeah, no, I love RuPaul, and it's you funny also to see Norm Macdonald in a more kind of serious role, not super serious, but usually he's he plays roles that are way funnier. And yeah. it's just interesting to see, like, past actors who have grown so much and then they're typecast into almost a different role yeah. for a yeah, different yeah, yeah. graphic. Yeah, Totally. So it's cool to see him, like, in that cameo. Yeah, <laughs> he was great. Very hilarious in real life as well. Yeah. And I was excited to learn about the actor Cole. I've, I'd never encountered that actor before, and I think he's going to have a huge future. Do you want yeah. some great entertainment? He's on sure Difficult do. People, which is amazing. But if you follow uh-huh. him on Instagram, I, I don't have his handle, but it's Cole Escola. I hope I'm not butchering his last I'll, name. I'll look it up. What is it? Um, it's Cole, and his last name is Escola. I hope I'm not butchering I that. Love di- okay. I love the TV show Difficult People, by the way. It's, like, yes. my favorite. Oh. It's a good one. Uh-huh. But his Instagram, like, his stories are so hilarious. It's nonstop entertainment. <laughs> oh, okay. my gosh. Add it to too. the list. Yeah. His character was list. definitely funny. Yeah, I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that's great. That yeah. was cool. On the launch party. So we go ahead and we have the launch party. And thanks to you, the website actually actually went up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was a great, uh, like, it, he, he actually was on board, put on board to, like, design everything, and he wanted to look all like a disco ball up in there. I, I just love his, what he brings to it. He's so, like, funny, and I just love his whole, his whole attitude. But this was a bit of a sort of lost in translation moment of, you know, when uh, Scarlett Johansson then whispers to Bill Murray, and we don't know what they say. When Annie asks you, she says, Kavi, come here, does this look right f- for you? I don't know if you remember that moment. And they all look at the computer and they're like, no, that doesn't look right. And I was wondering, what exactly do you think happened there? Is it that everything sold out or is it that there were so many comments? Or I think it's everything sold out. And I think that that was not... I think everything surpassed everyone's expectations. Mm-hmm. No one was expecting it to be as successful or as or move as quickly as it did. Yeah. That was funny. I thought that something bad was going to happen when they looked at the computer. I'm like, uh-uh, the website is not going through. Something has happened. And then we seen everything sold out. So it was like a good, good, good moment for everybody. Yeah. But I love to see how like the episode ended and just... I mean, from the beginning to the end, yeah. I'm just, like, excited to see what's next for Sophia and if there's going to be any other huge milestones. Because we know, like, what's coming up in terms of the bankruptcy, but I want to see mm. all the cool stuff leading up to it. And then, of course, after that pivotal moment, what's after the bankruptcy? Like, what comes next and how does she pick herself up after all of that? Right. I agree with that. So did you, were you proud of Sophia for actually confronting Shane or you thought she was like going to have all her emotions? I was, no, I liked it. I liked the whole like muting him for a second, (laughs) getting everything out that she needed to. I didn't like the whole slut shaming thing of Mm. the other girl because I don't even know if the girl knew that he was in a relationship. I don't know what, what her thoughts, what her thoughts were at all. Um, but yeah, Shane should obviously be held fully responsible for what happened and I understand the whole emotional breakdown of, like, you can have, like, two, you know, opposing thoughts at once and, you know, some, like, whatever weird cognitive dissonance is going on in your mind where your mind is not matching up with your heart and that is the most frustrating thing about heartbreak is you can know someone is so bad for you yet knowing that you still want them back and I feel like it's because we're creatures of habit Mm -hmm. and it's, it's so comforting to have that person in our lives even if we know they're not 
good for us. And I, I love that she sits down next to the same old lady that she sat yeah. down next to in episode one yeah. and she had that conversation. And when you're that much older and you have so much so many years of experience, mm. you just wanna like slap the kid and be like, hey, like <laughs> And she did she that. Yeah, <laughs> slap the kid, like, you know this person isn't good for you. What do you wanna do? Do you wanna forgive him? And she's like, No, like I'm not gonna forgive him. She's like, Okay then, alright. Like, what are you gonna do? Because you can be so conflicted about things like that. It's very hard because the the craziest thing, and I feel like I'm ranting right now, but I feel so, like no, if no. any of you guys had some sort of situation mm. with your boyfriend or with a guy or with whoever you were with in a relationship with, it would be so easy for me to be like, you should do this or you mm. should do that. But when you're in this situation yourself, it's so much more difficult and it's so much easier said than done yeah. when you are an outside observer looking in versus you're in the situation yourself. So I think it's almost best to, like, whatever situation you're in, just imagine that a friend is in that same situation. How would you talk to the friend versus how are you, mm-hmm. what are you telling yourself right now in the moment? Right. So speak to yourself almost then. Yeah. yeah. Like, speak, pretend you're advising a friend instead mm-hmm. of yourself and right. how would you react to that? That's good. That's a good one. But way. everything's easy in theory. It's the execution it that's tricky. It's the practice it's doing that's it. very frustrating. Have you, have you guys ever, have you ever broke up with somebody and actually practiced how you was going to break up with them? Oh, my God. <laughs> in the mirror? All, all the time. And then it never goes that way. <laughs> yeah. I practice conversations all the time. And then as soon as I have them, I'm like, cool. I did not practice this part. <laughs> Whoops. That yeah. is so funny. Candy, what about you? Any breakups where you, you sort of what? thought I it would go one way? And any in particular? that I'd want to share but I do want to say because uh, I don't want to get anybody in trouble on the air <laughs> um, but I do want to say I'm glad you brought up the older uh, woman <laughs> I, I love when she has her cameos yeah. I think that um, it's so cool to see Sophia's character next to this because she doesn't listen to anybody but she found how is it possible that she happened to find somebody that's an older version kind of of herself mm-hmm. so I thought that I thought that that was really cool um, and just the responses that she has she's so blunt she's so real I appreciate that I think we all need an old lady in our life like I need just one snarky. I need somebody who's snarky and real just like her so I thought that was that was pretty cool that's the great thing of having older people in your life they tell you the truth yeah. um, even if you don't really want to hear it they're going to let you well, know well they can like see through the noise because they've, they've been, been there and done it. that right so they can see like you gotta do this and not that like get get with the program yeah mm-hmm. I love that I love that I love that <laughs> yeah so uh, Mrs. Kasha tell us about one of your favorite moments of the show one of my favorite moments of the show. Um, I mean, pretty much any scene with RuPaul steals me away. <laughs> like, I'm a sucker for a good laugh. So I love those moments. I, to be honest, I, I, I love all moments in different ways. What I love, like, about the whole show is that I love how it's Kay Cannon. So mm. I, Kay Cannon is so hilarious. I just was expecting comedy 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 joke 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 but there's so much heart in it Mm -hmm. so I just loved the heart part of each episode Mm -hmm. because I wasn't expecting it and I also related to that as like a woman yeah but you you know what I find interesting is that the way that you are in person you're you're the complete opposite 
on the show and I <laughs> like I'm just like wow like I wasn't expecting this vibrant burst of energy to come oh. in here today you just on the show you just seem so you know focused in your characters Thank I gotta get the work done you, you are the epitome of what a web designer is you know <laughs> so um, how exactly did you prepare for your role on the show and and like you know what did you do to like get in that zone um you know what I I came up with like some different ideas. Cool. I again didn't know what to expect, so it wasn't until I got on set or spoke with Kay Cannon and Jen Braden that we like came up with something solid. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like that character, even though I come across as eloquent and confident <laughs> right now, I definitely feel like that character is a part of me. Like Ooh. I remember growing up where. I wasn't so um, aware of what was normal socially, but I was very direct and focused, and I was definitely not emotional. I was more of a logical person. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it was kind of in my back pocket in that way. Wow. Um, But, yeah, I actually, that's what I love about acting is that that is a character who I love and is such a part of me, but I feel like it would be weird if I was like that in real life, <laughs> and I might not have as many friends. Maybe, though, I don't know. At what point in your life did you realize that you wanted to pursue acting, yeah. and why? Um, I studied acting in school, in university, and then afterwards I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. Um, so I did. I, I guess I kind of always, I have, like, typical Indian parents who sent me to every kind of camp possible. <laughs> I went to, like, computer camp, math camp, science camp, and I went to theater camp. And that was the one that, like, stuck. And so after university, I was like, I'm going to, like, give this a real shot. Did you go to university in Colorado? No, I went to school here in here. Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. I went okay. to USC, so I'm a Trojan. Just any Trojans? My arch nemesis. Are you a Bruin? <laughs> I'm a Bruin. I didn't know about that rivalry until I got out here and I lived on the west side and I didn't think it was a big deal and then I met a bunch of Bruins and they were like go away <laughs> so. I, I thought it was really funny because your character was the opposite but you're actually a comedian too so it's like oh my gosh she's actually this laughable funny person did they were there times on set where you had to stick to the script but you wanted you wanted to bust out with a joke at any moment uh yes you know what um I actually was totally fine sticking with the script because it's so hilarious and you're I was working with the best writers ever yeah. so I honestly was like I don't know if I can live up to like their <laughs> lines um but Kay Cannon the creator I was telling you would do this thing where after all of the takes after they got what they needed she d- she would do what's called a fun take mm-hmm. and all of us if we had like extra mm-hmm. jokes that we wanted to pitch or if we had ideas we could do it and also they were really approachable even before we did that mm-hmm. like if we had ideas I could approach and say I'm going to pitch this to you. And they were really open to hearing everyone's ideas. But, again, they were so funny. I was like, oh, I don't want to touch them. So. <laughs> yeah, she's hysterical. I do love her. She's so very talented. Yeah. I love it. And you know what? We have to, unfortunately, we have to start to wind things down. But one of the things we definitely want to talk about is the launch, the actual launch. And your character yeah. contributed a great deal to the launch. Yeah. So what was it like being a part of this season finale show and having such a big influence in the season finale um it was 
just a dream come true. It was a blast. Everyone was so friendly. And one of the perks of coming in towards the end of a season is that everyone, it's like a machine at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So every the stress is like a little bit lifted. Yeah. So I probably missed some stress that maybe <laughs> happened at the beginning of the series. But everyone is sort of at their best because they're excited. They're probably a little sad because it's the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So in that way, that was like a bummer. But we're all excited for hopefully a season, season two, two. <laughs> yeah season two. but it, it was great everyone was super warm and friendly and um goofing off everyone was a good time so did y'all have a launch party like a rap party after the launch party we did have a question <laughs> yes. we did have a rap party you know what and i'm so bummed i had to miss it because i was working <gasps> in canada Aww. i know i i Man. missed the rap party <laughs> It seemed like it would have been a lot of fun, too, because yeah. everyone that's a part of this, um, all the whole cast, they have personalities, so it seemed like it, you all would naturally have a good time together. Totally. I was like, I'm ready for this rap party, but Didn't when the work calls, Well, see, go. that's one more reason for season two. You yeah. deserve a rap party. I need so the rap party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so as we know, uh, the season finale ended with the website selling out, which is like a great way to end the season finale. Um, We've seen Sophia go through so much, you know, from the ups and downs of getting kicked off eBay to her getting the strength (laughs) to start her own website. And the season ends with starting their own website and it kicking off. Um, Predictions. What do you predict for season two? Ooh, this is (laughs) tough because... I definitely don't know anything, so I can't give anything away, but I feel like my prediction... <laughs> that was me trying to be slick. Give us some secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, but I hope it focuses on what happens to Nasty Gal when it comes to... When Sophia comes to Los Angeles. Mm. So I think, like, at that time, that was when maybe her brick-and-mortar store was launched. There's a lot of cool stuff with that. Mm-hmm. I also think she sort of skyrocketed to attention because of her accomplishments. I would love to see what happens with that. Mm -hmm. I want to see how a business grows because I also think entrepreneurial women everywhere can learn so much about that. And I know that like finding female coders in general is not as easy as it should be. So I really hope that they focus on that as well. Especially 10 years ago. That was about 10 years ago. So that was so cool about seeing your character being a female. You're so focused. You're so serious. But I think they needed that in their office. Yeah. You know, you brought a great element. Yeah. Because they were both young, you know, young Right, young, great energy. Bring it in. Right, right. You reel it in. You definitely reel it in. And ladies, what do you, what do you predict for uh, next season? Oh my gosh! So I think that, like she said, I really want to see how they focus on the business actually growing mm-hmm. um, and Sophia's success. I remember she was like third; she was named thirty under thirty for Forbes for CNN. So deal. I want to see how she dealt with that. Um, but I want to see her mom and her get back together oh, and her and her father's relationship. I think I'm more interested in her personal relationship with her family wow. and then the success, how she handles it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like <laughs> looking at you. I'm like, do you want to go next? Um, no, I do, I do want to see, like like I said earlier, I want to see what is leading up to the bankruptcy. Yeah. Uh, I want to see, is she making similar mistakes? Has she grown from those mistakes? Mm. And what other, like... Because of the fashion side, like what other cool new pieces is she gonna find mm-hmm. and resell? Yeah. I want to, I want to like focus on the fashion. The fashion, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so I, I feel like we've had this great arc of yeah. her character and her growth. So I, I feel very satiated with that. So that's <laughs> wonderful. I want to know how she's gonna 
handle it all because yeah. it's a lot. She's still only 25 at this yeah, point. Yeah, she's 25. So you've got relationships, you've got success, you've got financial responsibilities, and maybe you're spending more than you're making. I mean, running a business isn't that easy. So it's the cumulative effect of life. Mm. You've got a lot. Girl's got a lot on her plate. Very young. I want to see how she handles that stress psychologically, and as you say, her family issues. Yeah. So I'd love to see her be with her dad and not Shane. I think Shane might pop back in the. I don't want to see it. Right. I don't want you to don't see his face. <laughs> I don't. In fact, I must say I was teeny, teeny bit disappointed that I loved how Sophia handled the breakup. I thought he could have done more groveling. I thought he could have shown... Make him growl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wanted to see some pain and blood. And, and the acting was wonderful, but That's I... That's the Sicilian I, side I, right I, there. So the Sicilian side. I wanted a little bit more grief from him, so I don't want to see him in season two. Wow. <laughs> well, I, have to, I think I have to piggyback off you a little bit with my prediction. I really love how... Because the millennial woman is so entrepreneurial. Yes. You know, and I think it's, the, you know, the time frame that they released this episode was just great timing. So I would definitely love to see her have more of a balance. I think yeah. a lot of you ladies said, you know, some very yeah. similar things. So I want to see how she handles balance. I know as an entrepreneur myself, that is one of the biggest things that I struggle with. Um, I also hope that uh, they continue with the business practices. Um, mm. I, I, I definitely think that the way that, that Kay Cannon writes, it, she makes it so relatable. She makes it so interesting so that you can not only um, stay, you know, keep up with the storyline, but you can also learn some great things from it. So mm -hmm. I want to definitely see her have more of a balance in her life and definitely uh, see more millennial women taking away more business practices yeah. from the show. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's what they want. Yes. Yes. They're going to yes. do it. They yes. do it. They're going to do season two. They'd be oh, they have to. to. <laughs> they have to. Yeah, we okay. here want it, people. So. We definitely Netflix. do. Netflix, everybody <laughs> out there, we need all Take of our note. fans to tweet, to Instagram, all that yeah, good yeah. stuff, so that we can bring back season two. Now, ladies, this is a very, very sad time in the show where we have to wrap things up. Are there any final comments that you want to make for the <laughs> show, for the season finale, for season two, whatever? I love you. Oh, that's it. Oh. Kate. Oh. Kasha, what do you have to say? Because these ladies are going to make me cry. Um, I just want to say, you guys are awesome. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a room full of girl bosses. So I'm just oh. grateful and excited oh. to be here. Oh. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. And ladies. I think um, I just want to say thank you to Sophia mm -hmm. for telling, loosely telling her story. <laughs> um, but just to show girls all over that you can start from nothing mm -hmm. and as long as you believe in yourself you can make things work and I think by her itself she she taught us as long as you believe in yourself other people will surely come around into believing who you mm -hmm. are so I thank Sophia for that because she's a I, I love that girl like yeah. I just love what she done with Nasty Girl the books and everything that she's doing and keep on soaring Sophia you, yes. this is just the beginning for you so that's all I want to say <laughs> yeah and for me I actually want to piggyback mm -hmm. off of that uh, because I'm just thinking about how when I first started watching the show, I was kind of like, "Ugh, like Sophia is so annoying." <laughs> like it, it didn't grow on me until maybe like the the fourth episode, I want to yeah. say. And I feel like it's kind of you know this cool analogy to life where you might meet someone and think that they're annoying or they're not your cup of tea but I've noticed in my personal life like some of my best friends are people that at first glance I was like ugh like ugh, like I don't know like I was like okay whatever like you seem a little maybe too bougie or too narcissistic and then I realized that no you're actually a very down-to-earth person so uh yeah, like I, it's I guess about like giving people second chances, mm -hmm. giving people a chance to nice. prove themselves, right. um, and not like judging someone too harshly before you mm. really, really get to know them. Not just on the surface level, yeah. but you really get to know who they are. 
I love it. I love it. And that's such a great segue. See, this is why we have such great chemistry. That's (laughs) such a great segue uh, for the comment that I want to make. I really love how they show women working together. Yeah. Uh, I think that as girl bosses, we can all work together. We don't have to compete with one another. We can help each other win together because what? I'm going to take it on a spiritual journey right now. What God has for you is for you. And what you can do, can't nobody do better than you. So we just want all of you girl bosses out there to know that these girl bosses, we love, we support you, and we want you to support Sophia with this girl boss show so that we can bring back season two, guys. Can I I lend a positive quote, too? Yes! All right, so I put it on the screen so you guys could all see. Um, Real simple, uh, Rita Mae Brown, you know, author, feminist, and hers is, I think the reward for conformity is that everyone likes you except for yourself. Wow. I've actually been inspired by that one. Ronnie! It's like the quote on my website, and it's kind of like when I get my mindset, like, off base, I kind of go back to that. Like, okay, you got to do what's good for myself versus um, what I think is going to allow everyone else to enjoy me. Or, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So. It won't be that authentic. You are a girl Ronnie, boss, Ronnie. 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 Say it loud. Say it loud. I love it. It's our fifth co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can find us in Ronnie next season. <laughs> All right, guys. So it's unfortunately, we have to wrap things up. Again, it's been an absolute pleasure being with you this season. You can find me, Miss Candy Marie, on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Kendora TV. And you can find me at uh, Mina Makes Magic on Instagram and Twitter. She really does make magic, y'all. Yes. <laughs> you can find me at um, Dominique Serena on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me, Elizabeth Alfano, on Instagram and Twitter at Dinner Party CHGO. And check out all my celebrity interviews at TheDinnerParty.tv. Yeah, yeah. And Miss Kosha, where can they find you? You can find me anywhere at Kosha Deli. Yes! All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, signing out, girl boss. It's a wrap. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.